Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hello and welcome back to Buy, Hold, Sell for 2023. I'm Ali Selby and today we're starting the new year off with an absolute cracker. We're going to be analysing your most tipped small caps for 2023 and just in case our experts absolutely hate those, we've also asked them to name a stock that should have made the list. To do that, we're joined by Michael Wayne from Medallion Financial and Henry Jennings from Marcus Today. First up, we have Reader's most tip stock. It's Arafura Rare Earth. It's a rare earth explorer based in, Northern, in the Northern Territory. Henry, I might start on you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? I'm amazed this is the most tip stock. Um, Arif- most tip small cap. Most tip small cap. Arafura has been around for a long, long time, I've got to say. We've been hearing about the Nolan's Rare Earth Project for, for a, a long time. Finally, it's kind of on the cusp of getting there. I've got to say, I'm, I'd be a buyer of this one. I think Rare Earths are going to be a 2023 story. And I think the West has woken up to the strategic value of Rare Earths. Uh, again, I mean, we've seen this before. And I think Arafura is the next best place after Linus. It's the next cab off the rank. So I'm a buyer of this one. You said you can't believe readers are voting for it, but its share price rose a whopping 156%. Yeah, well, there you go. Over the it's, past it's 12 the, it's months. The, it's the, you know, Hancock being involved is, you know, is the Midas touch. That's kind of the, the big tick of approval, isn't it? The fact that she's got billions and it's a tiny part of it. You know, it's like me putting you know, $2 into a company, really. But um, it, it looks good. Okay, over to you, Michael. Is it a buy, hold or sell? So we're going to go hold on Arafura. It's one that we do hold for clients and done very well off in the last six months or so. But there was a capital raising at the back end of last year, which allowed Gina Reinhardt and Hancock Prospecting to take a big stake in the company or a 10% stake. So we feel as though there might be a little bit of hype in the share price at the moment, but we do like the story. They basically produce a very rare commodity. 90% of it comes out of China. Um, it's an enormous asset with over 30 years mine life. They've got some good offtake agreements with the likes of Hyundai and Kia. Um, so they look, they look like they're going to be able to deliver production by 2025. And if they are able to do so, um, we think the share price will do very well, notwithstanding some volatility along the way. So I'll go a hold at the moment with a view to buying some more if it pulls back. Okay, next up we have Megaport. It's a cloud connectivity and services company. Michael, I'll stay with you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Going to go a hold on Megaport. It's had some pretty lumpy updates over the last six months, although we do like the business, generally speaking. Um, Essentially allows customers to access the cloud networks or databases of Amazon, Google and the like. They've been focusing less on signing up new data centres and basically increasing their customers and also increasing the number of services that they provide to customers. So they are the first mover in this space. They do have very loyal customer base and we do like the long-term outlook, but we're just a little bit uncertain at the moment given the recent volatility in their updates, which have caused volatility in the share price. So happy to hold for now with a view to reviewing after the February reporting season. Megaport has not had a great 
past 12 months, and that's putting it lightly, share price dropped around 54% because of rising interest rates. Yep. Henry, is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a buy. I think at the end of the day, tech is, is, is starting to rebound. We've seen this in the US with all these job cuts that we've seen. Uh, Megaport is one of our kind of uh, our top tech stocks. And if you're gonna go into tech, uh, you tend to go into the megaports of this world. Uh, as well as the next DCs and all those sorts of things, the wise tech global. So I kind of like this one. A lot of the CapEx and the OpEx is behind it in 21-22. So I'm kind of bullish on this one. And it has fallen a long, long way. And I think that's one of the themes of 2023 is the dogs of 22 will start barking. They'll be out of the kennel and they're going to be off the leash and running wild. Okay, next up we have Lithium Explorer and developer Liontown Resources. Is that one a buy, hold or sell? It's a buy. I'm going to be really positive on all these stocks today. It, <laughs> it, it, it is a buy. Um, it's been a, a buy for a long time. They've got a project called Kathleen Valley. Uh, in recent days we have seen um, a big cost overrun here. Not a massive surprise. I mean, there are some inflationary pressures in the system. They've also increased the output they're going to be putting through the plant as well, which has meant that it's going to cost more to get it up and running. But, you know, these guys, they've got some pretty good management behind it. It's a great project. It's a big, big project. The stock has suffered. It's bounced. I still like this one. I think it's, you know, the next tier after the likes of Pilbara, Mineral Resources, and maybe IGO in, in the ranking of those lithium stocks. As you mentioned there, it's been quite a volatile past 12 months. Its share price has pretty much ended up flat though. Michael, is it a buy, hold or sell? We're going to go hold on this one. Uh, we like the lithium space. Um, it depends on which side of the fence you sit. Macquarie is very bullish on one hand. Goldman Sachs is quite negative on the other. But Liontown, um, pretty much our major drawback at the moment is that cost overrun that, that Henry points out. There was, a, I think, a 60% increase in capex required to deliver that project they seem to have the right funding to, to do that at the moment although management will be reviewing that funding later in the year which to our mind adds an element of uncertainty um, and therefore we're happy to give this one a bit of a wide berth for now given that there are plenty of other high quality lithium producers and lithium explorers out there to choose from next up we have copper miner sandfire resources michael is that one a buy hold or sell we've got a buy on sandfire it's one we already hold for clients but happy to put new money to work in that name they've got an old mine which is running out of mine life degrusa but they've done a very good job in purchasing a mine in spain recently so They've got that and they're also about to bring into production a new project in Botswana as well. So we like the outlook for copper. Um, we think that the electric vehicles theme is very supportive of that. Uh, four times as much copper is required for electric vehicles compared to an old school combustible engine vehicle. Um, so Sandfire these days we think is one of the best opportunities on the ASX, particularly now that Oz Minerals is no longer listed. Mm. It's had a very volatile ride over the past 12 months. Since October, its share price has rebounded around 95%. It's still down around 5% over the past 12 months though. Henry, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Um, I'm gonna continue with the positive theme. I think it's a buy <laughs> for me. Um, it is copper and there are very few pure-ish copper plays on the ASX with the, with the absence of, uh, of Oz Minerals when they disappear off the, off the market. 
where else do you go? You know, you're going, you're going to go with BHP or, or Rio. It gets hard. And Samfire ticks a lot of boxes. De Grusser is running down, but as Michael says, Botswana and Spain really starting to kick some goals. They've raised money at $4.30, uh, which was sapped, you know, it was, it was zapped up in a, in a matter of minutes and then the stock just kept going up. So I like this one still. I think this gives you the copper exposure that you could have got through Oz Minerals and now you need to get through Samfire. I know you've been a fan of this next one in the past. <laughs> it's Core Lithium. Is that one still a buy for you? Or is it a hold or a sell? I have been a big fan. I held it PA and I bought it a long time ago and I sold it, the last of it at $1.50 and was pretty happy to get out. Went to um, about $1.90 or something and I was a bit miserable then. But um, it's come a long way back. The problem has been it's not easy bringing production on. And Core Lithium has had some issues. It was supposed to be by the end of 22. It hasn't happened. They had some DSO shipments, some direct shipping ore that has helped, but they're now talking about you know, the first half of 23. So things have slipped, um, and that's obviously upset the market a little bit. But against that, you've seen the massive Pilbara, $800 million in cash they added in the last quarter because of high prices. Once Core Lithium starts humming, they're going to be adding cash big time. I mean, not in the same extent of Pilbara. So it will have its day, but it's kind of you know, lithium interrupted, girl interrupted, you know, somewhat delayed a little bit here. So I think this one's a buy, especially, you know, towards a dollar, dollar ten, which is where they are at the moment. The share price has lifted around 41% over the past 12 months. Michael, is it a buy, hold or sell? I'm going to go buy on core lithium, if for a more risky buy. We prefer, um, if you want a more safer option, Pilbara and, and AKE, Alchem, uh, just given they're producing and they're capitalising on the high prices at the moment. But with core lithium, They've got one of the best you know, lithium assets close to, to ports. The government's designated it like a, a major um, investment or major asset um, for the country because of that location. Um, they have had some management turnover to, in the middle of last year. I think the CEO might have moved away, the CFO as well. Um, but that's not to be unexpected because when you transition from being an explorer and developing the infrastructure and building the mine, that's one skill set compared to when you're actually in the production phase. So for now, we're happy to give it a more speculative buy if they can meet those targets and get into production by the middle of the year. Whilst prices are still very high, I think the market will recognise that and the share price should appreciate off the back of it. So buy for now. Okay, it seems our fundies really loved your most tipped small caps for 2023. But Michael, I'd love to know if you could pitch your top stock for 2023, what would it be and why? I'm going to go XRF Scientific, so staying kind of on that mining theme. It is a small cap, a smaller business, but it's by no means speculative. The balance sheet's very high quality, pays a, a decent dividend yield of around 3 was 4%, but the share price has gone up, so it's back to around 3% dividend yield. Basically what it does is it provides the machines and the testing kits so that miners can test their core samples. The good thing is once they sell them the machines, there's consumables or different types of acids required to test those core samples that once they're used once they've got to be discarded and then new product has to be brought in. Um, so the margins are growing nicely, revenues are growing nicely, earnings are growing nicely as of dividends and we expect momentum in the share price to continue. So we've got to buy on XRF Scientific. Okay Henry, your time in the hot seat. What's your top small cap pick for 2023 and why? I had so many that I wanted to choose and I'm going to choose just one. <laughs> Um, Calix, CXL is the stock code there. It had an interesting 2022. Uh, these are the guys that um, use a calciner, 
which is a process whereby they take carbon dioxide out of the cement process. Uh, the good news in 22 was that they got uh, Heidelberg Cement on board uh, as, uh, as a partner for this. They've got a few other partners. Pilbara Minerals is one as well. Um, the bad news was that towards the end of the year, they did lose some loans and some grants that the previous Scott Morrison government had given them. I think it was a bit political, to be honest. Let's face it, we all had really good intentions about climate change and taking carbon dioxide. All went out the window when Vladimir Putin walked into Ukraine. And everybody's gone, oh, we better get some coal, we better get this, we better get that, and we'll forget climate change. 23 is going to be back on the agenda, I think, and Calix will be at the forefront. It's good stock, good story, good management, uh, good technology, and Heidelberg, the Heidelberg Agreement. Thumbs up. Okay, well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Buy, Hold, Sell for 2023. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.